Our Savior is risen. He is risen from the dead, and He is Lord. Today is the celebration of life, the resurrected life, the life-giving life. Today is the celebration of love, unconditional love, never-ending love. Today is the celebration of promise, unwavering promise, and our only promise of love and life eternal. And today we celebrate the resurrection of our Lord and Savior and all that he has done and is doing and will do. And this is indeed a great day of remembrance. Let us remember all his promises to us and rejoice and sing praise to his holy and matchless name, King of kings and Lord of lords, the Lamb upon his throne. Now let us rejoice and praise his holy name.
Let us pray. Most gracious and holy Father, how awesome it is to exclaim with confidence, He is risen. Our Savior is risen indeed. He is risen from the dead, and He is Lord. We come with praise and adoration for your greatness and inexpressible love for us. Thank you for allowing us to be called your children by grace, through faith, in your name. Thank you for the sacrifice of your Son in our place so that we might live in the fullness of your glory and grace. We ask you to keep us close to you when we want to stray from your side. Keep us from losing sight of exactly what you have done for us, more than just one week or one day out of the year. Keep us humble and serious in our walk with you, that we would not stray from the light you shed on our way. Keep us on the path of righteousness for your name's sake. Even when we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, keep us from the fear of all evil. Father, give us courage and the strength and the willingness to come to you in full repentance. Help us in our time of weakness, as we so often try to fix ourselves and hide from you our many trespasses. Help us to remember there is nothing we can hide from you, and there is nowhere we can hide from you. From the tops of the mountains to the deepest depths of the seas, you are there. You know our every move, our every thought, our every action. Show us daily what openness and honesty looks like before you and each other, that we would allow you to set us free from the guilt and shame of our hidden sin. Inasmuch, Father, we are ever grateful that you have pardoned those who have given their lives to you and set us free from the curse of sin. Thank you that you have set us free from being enslaved by sin and eternal separation from you through our evil ways. Your birth, death, and resurrection are ours to keep, and they are a promise to all those you love and will return for. Now we thank you for both our pardon from death and the assurance of forgiveness, and may you bless this time of celebration and remembrance as we continue to focus on you, O Lord, and lead our hearts and minds to be fixed on you, our Father and God. And now let us pray as our Father in heaven taught the disciples. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.
Now let us affirm our faith in our Lord through the Apostles' Creed. Christian, what do you believe? I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Now let us turn to God's Word as we prepare our hearts and minds for today's topic. Matthew 28, 1 through 10. Now after the Sabbath, toward the dawn of the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning and his clothing white as snow. And for fear of him, the guards trembled and became like dead men. But the angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus who is crucified. He is not here, for he is risen. Come, see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead. And behold, he is going before you to Galilee. There you will see him. See, I have told you. So they departed quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy, and ran to tell his disciples. And behold, Jesus met them and said, Greetings. And they came up and took hold of his feet and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee, and there they will see me. Let us now go in prayer and ask the Lord to bless our time in worship. O Lord our God, we thank you for your word of truth and life. Guide us now, we ask, that your words may fill us with understanding and wisdom and a greater knowledge and purpose, and all for your honor and glory. Encourage us not to keep your word to ourselves and be silent. Stir us up to proclaim your name today in all that we say and do. And this we ask in the name of Jesus, our Lord and Savior. So what is Easter all about? Is it a holiday, a day of family and brunch and Easter eggs, baskets filled with green plastic grass, new dresses and hats for the ladies and a new suit and tie for the gents, and baby chicks, oh yes, and bunnies. You know, the egg-laying kind. And should you have raised your children to believe in rabbits that lay plastic or chocolate eggs, or if you are still on the fence about the reality of Easter rabbits yourself, you may wish to dismiss them and you from the vicinity now 
as a reference or two might be forthcoming on why we so enjoy roping hallmark and holiness together. And where to begin? As we read in our passage for today, we see this is a day of celebration and a day of remembrance and that of Jesus rising from the dead as promised so that he, Jesus, could pardon all from unrighteousness and the sting of death, the eternal separation from God and life everlasting with him. God paved the way through the death and bloodshed of his perfectly innocent son, Jesus Christ, who was fully God, fully man, God in the flesh, and all to save us from our sin. Consider this. This day would not exist if it weren't for innocent Jesus dying a brutal death for our deceitful, lying, self-centered lives. This is the only reason we get to even celebrate on this day or remember it. And just like so many things, we quickly forget the reality of what really happened just a few days before. We more often than not do everything in our power to get over the things we don't like and disturbing things, the things that make us uncomfortable, and as quickly as possible, replace them with the feel-good, fun, and exciting stuff. The stuff that keeps us artificially high, that ultimately keeps us from reality and the truth. Yes, I am so negative on this day that we are supposed to, quote, to be celebrating and partying and eating and playing and laughing and all the cuteness and sweetness. After all, isn't Easter supposed to be all about the children? Getting all dressed up, if that's even a thing anymore, and finding the eggs that rabbit laid and picking fresh plastic grass to line your plastic basket with so the plastic eggs are properly cushioned during the running and squealing. And don't forget, there are all the gifts and cards and crying and bitterness because someone found more eggs and got more candy and then someone else was told they can't have any more candy or otherwise they'll feel sick. But I have found nowhere in God's word that even remotely suggested that we lie to our children and play make-believe because it's just a day of sunshine, flowers, and rainbows. This is not a day of fun. This is a day of remembrance more than it is a day of celebration. And it is a day that we are to remember every Sunday of the year, not just one time a year. As believers, we recognize our risen Lord and Savior on Sunday because that is the day he rose from the dead. This is why we participate in communion, which is as much a time of remembrance as it is a time of celebration for the believer. Yet we so badly twist what we are to recognize in our lives and our perspective of what we are to do in honoring God. And that Sunday morning Jesus arose, it did not sound like there was a party. It sounded unreal. It was a day mixed with fear and joy, a day that would make every one of us shake our head and rub our eyes to even attempt to figure out what just happened. Let us reread our passage. Toward the dawn of the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothing white as snow. And for fear of him, the guards trembled and became like dead men. Why don't we react that way today? Why isn't that something we ponder and recognize? An earthquake, an angel that looked like lightning coming out of heaven, guards shaking with absolute fear and unable to even move passage continues, but the angel said to the woman, do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus who is crucified. 
He is not here, for he has risen. Come see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead, and behold, he is going before you to Galilee. There you will see him. So they departed quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy. And notice here that these two ladies, who had simply come to the tomb quietly and in respect, were greeted by insanity. There was indeed fear and bewilderment and shock. This was far from a normal day. This was far from a day of playing games and trying to make children happy with plastic eggs. This was a day spent attempting to wrap their heads around what had just happened and that Jesus was right after all. He would indeed come back to life. This was a day of absolute seriousness and contemplation and a day the disciples did not want to forget and a day that changed the world forever. And while it was indeed the blood of Jesus and his death on the cross that pardoned us and set us free from the enslavement of sin, had Jesus not done today what he promised and rise again from the dead, it ultimately would have been a complete, unremarkable moment and sin would have prevailed today. Just like our remembrance of the Last Supper, communion, the remembrance of Good Friday when Jesus was put to death, and the awesomeness and somberness and focus we place in those moments, we too today must come in somberness and focus on what truly took place this day. It is not a day to cover up with fluff, no more than the Lord's Supper and Good Friday. Why isn't there a festival and a party throughout Holy Week? Because it is a time to get really real with what God did for us and remember just how unbelievable and unexplainable this selfless act was. A love so amazing and so divine, it demands our soul, our life, and our all. This is a day that should cause us to shake our heads in awe and wonder. After all, many religious leaders and prophets have lived and many have died, but only one has escaped their death and the grave. Where do you stand today with God? How serious are you in remembering what God has truly done for you? Are we remembering this miraculous moment as a day to party and put to death the bloodshed and gruesomeness behind us? Or are we living in the light and grace and humility of this truly inexpressible event? Are we taking this day for ourselves and our desires and our joy? Or are we still in the mode of remembering why we even get to remember this day, a day to continue to fully honor God and all that he has done and is doing for us? I believe this is a day that is just as serious and contemplative as all of Holy Week put together. Today marks the finale and only reason we will see God face to face one day. Is that something to celebrate? Yes. Is that something to remember? Yes. Is it something to do one day or one week out of the year? No. This is our identity in Christ Jesus every day, and we can't forget today that this day was only made possible because God sent his only son, a baby born in an animal stall. It is a day to remember that he came to us for only one reason, that of nothing more than our sacrifice. Don't forget all that God has done for you this day and every day. Don't lose sight of this and walk in humble remembrance. Don't bury what God did with a party and fun. Rather, remember him with joy and thanksgiving. 
Is it wrong to gather with family in remembrance of this Resurrection Sunday? Not at all. But let's not forget to invite Jesus to this gathering. Let's make sure to include him after we are done with our annual remembrance and keep him as the focus and the one we celebrate until he returns again. Let's pray. Gracious Father, we thank you for your Son, birth to death to life again, and all for our life. Thank you that you rose again and fulfilled exactly what you promised you would do. We are grateful that you did not serve your own interests before ours, that you were not focused on what was best for you, what you would enjoy, and what would make you happy and feel good. Help us to see and to live our lives as you lived your life for us, every day, selfless, and invested in others just as you invested in us. Keep us focused on you today and the wonders of your love. And we ask all of this with the great joy in our eternal freedom and with great anticipation of your return. And in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who is risen indeed.
Now may the God of peace, who through the blood of the eternal covenant brought back from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, equip you with everything good for doing his will, and may he work in us what is pleasing to him through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen.